This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. An unlikely friendship begins in the Paramount Plus original movie, Little Wing, starring Brooklyn Prince with Kelly Riley and Brian Cox. Reeling from her parents' divorce, Caitlin steals a valuable bird to save her home, but instead forms a bond with the owner, leading to a new outlook on life. Little Wing, now streaming exclusively on Paramount Plus. Head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Rated PG 13. This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. At Kroger, we want our fresh produce to meet your expectations. To make sure a bad apple won't spoil the whole bunch, we do up to a 27-point inspection on our fruits and veggies. We check for things like sunburns and scarring, making sure you only get the crunchiest apples. In fact, only the best produce like juicy pears, zesty oranges, and crisp carrots reach our shelves. Because when it comes to fresh, our higher standards mean fresher produce. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Hey, y'all. You are listening to My Doula Micah my birth, my baby, my life, and I'm glad you've joined me today. I am getting ready to interview Brooke Hansen. She's a good friend of mine, and we talk about work. We talk about what she's been up to lately. We go deep into motherhood and parenting, and the conversation is fun and honest, and I'm really glad you're here with me today. Hey, you guys, I have Brooke Hansen here with me today in the studio for my podcast episode. Brooke is a good friend, and she is extremely creative. She's kind, (laughs) smart, savvy, beautiful. I mean, Brooke is really an amazing person, and so I'm so glad to have her with me today. And we're going to talk all things uh, motherhood, uh, work, family, all the things. Awesome. So we're just going to jump in. Uh, tell everybody a little bit about yourself, your family, work, whatever. Okay. Well, thank you for that introduction. You're very You're very gracious and very sweet. So um, I am Brooke Hansen and work for Home Abstract and Title Company. Okay. I do the business development um, there and have been there for, I think, 12 years. Wow. But love it. Love yeah. it. We have an awesome company, um, awesome employees and coworkers and even better clients. So love that. That keeps me pretty busy. And then um, I, two years ago, um, in my spare time, uh, started a boutique and textured threads. And so, yeah, but number one, um, married and then have three boys and recent empty nester. And it's very strange. Yeah. I bet. Talk a little bit more about how strange that is. You know, it's weird. And wonderful. Like there's yeah. the, you know, it's, it's kind of like, I always say like, you know, when you have a baby, every bit of your independence is stripped away. Mm. <laughs> you become, uh, you know, yeah. all your independence is gone and you gain it back little by little, almost to the point where you don't even realize, you know, mm-hmm. you don't realize the last time you had to assist in a bath time or the last yes. time you did school drop off before they right. all drove. Right. And, um, 
And so now it's kind of like all of our independence has been handed back to us. And we're wow. like, we didn't really want this. I mean, wow. you know, it's strange, but it, there's sweet moments. Um, and it's even, you know, when they do come home, um, the, our time is a little bit more meaningful. Yeah, and yeah. so that's nice, you know. Deeper conversations. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's great. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Good. Okay, let's go back and talk a little bit more about textured thread. Okay. Um, and I want to hear more about the boutique. The dress, the necklace, yes. and the earrings are all textured thread, you guys. She's in her textured yes. thread. So you really want to go check it out. It's at Seronia's. It's amazing. Brooke has excellent taste. Well, thank um, you. But I want to say before the boutique, you um, were sending out a newsletter and it was also called Textured Threads. So, so why don't you start at the beginning? Okay. Where so, that name comes from? Yes. What was in your heart about all that? So the bl- I started a blog okay. like back when everyone had stopped starting blogs. <laughs> <laughs> but it was more it was more for me um, to be diligent and consistent in writing. Mm. I love writing. That is kind of how I process life okay. is just sitting down, whether it's like scribbling notes on my phone while I'm on a plane or if wow. I'm just writing in a journal but that's just how I kind of process life and and so I started textured soul and that's the okay. blog um and the name was basically because you know kind of self-explanatory like all of our souls are so we're all so textured as mm. people you know I yeah. mean we just have layers and layers and and texture that um you know kind of comes from the bumps and bruises of life but yeah. that teach us and so um so great word started that um and just writing and uh, enjoy that it's kind of my I don't know if I'll ever do anything with it, but I do enjoy that. So, and then uh, I'm a natural sharer, sharer. I don't even know if that's a word. No, but I we'll share, accept it. Sharer <laughs> um, of anything I love. Like, so if I've ever found like, you know, something, a product or a solution or something that works for me and that I love, like I naturally am like sending it out to friends. And so I started um, favorite things like once a year, kind of right before Christmas, which has led to Friday Eve faves. And so that's kind of... Um, once a month on like a Thursday, I'll post kind of like, you know, eight to 10 of my favorite things that are. That's great. Yeah. And it can be anything from like a cleaning hack, you know, a product that I found to, you know, a beauty something or a book that I'm obsessed with. How can people jump onto that (laughs) list? How can they get. So that is, that website is texturedsoul.com. Okay. And you can subscribe on there and it'll, it'll immediately come to their inbox when something else. Cool. Yeah. Cool. And how has it been? Owning a boutique and, you know, going to market and shopping and all the things yes. retail. I don't even know, so girl. So I knew zero. <laughs> oh, my god, Zero. I mean, I, I, I think my poor husband, bless his soul, he's so great and supportive because I'm like, I think I want to do this. And and he's like, okay, have you done some research? I'm like, nope, but we'll do it as we go. And so um, that's kind of what I did with the blog, and that's what we did with the store. And so that started. I've always loved fashion and clothes. I always joke I'm nicer when I like my outfit. When I look good, I feel good. I'll be good. Absolutely. Like I'm just nicer when I when I like my outfit and feel good and I'm comfortable. Mm -hmm. But um, I just have always loved fashion and and clothes and all the girly things. And then um, I and she's a boy mom. And I have three boys. (laughs) And so um, I've always kind of had that in the back of my mind that I maybe want to do. And then um, our oldest. 
a couple years ago, um, I think right before the pandemic, moved mm-hmm. to L.A. And wow. he moved to L.A. He is a hairstylist here in town, uh, Mason, at Courtney & Co. Okay. Now, but at the time, he was going to L.A. and going to the Michael Vincent Academy to do wow. hair on TV sets and movie show, movies. And so cool. my husband made the comment that he didn't think that I was going to be able to go see him as much as I uh, was you know talking about and I just thought that was really rude and said why would I not and he said you know budget and so um that's kind of when we started the boutique for extra money to go see him and for a write-off like to go to market in LA when I went to see him and then the pandemic happened and the second shutdown of LA County sent him home so but by then I already had a boutique and it's going so it's my it's the only creative like girly thing Mm -hmm, I get to do mm -hmm. and so I, I enjoy it oh it's beautiful it's beautiful I love it too okay so talk about being a boy mom oh it's so what's so weird and I know (laughs) that this does not work all the time because um but I never wanted anything but boys wow that's so interesting but I'm the oldest of three girls and like quite a bit older like my sisters are seven and 12 years younger than me okay and so I really feel like not that I raised them my parents did that but I got to do girly things with them I got to fix their hair and all of that and um and and I literally I grew up in um in a religion that we did a lot we had long hair and so we did a lot of braids and a lot of buns and so like I could do anything with your hair I could braid a crown around your head right now but I had boys (laughs) and it's all wasted and so um anyways I always wanted three boys too I've talked about it for years wow and um and so then I uh, birthed two boys and then the third boy came along when he was 10 and completed the and, and it was just kind of yeah it was very very sweet good very painful. so did you what just briefly tell us what sticks out to you about <laughs> those childbearing years whether it was your pregnancy your childbirth or postpartum care mm. when you think back to that what really stands out to you you know I always <sighs> So my two pregnancies, um, easy pregnancies, um, very thankful for them, Good. but had to be induced with both of them because I'd probably still be pregnant with them <laughs> had we not. Like I, um, yeah, I, I'm an Enneagram too, and so I think I just made them real cozy in there and they were <laughs> fine. Um, but had had pretty pretty good pregnancies, pretty easy births. Um, as far as postpartum, I don't know, you know, I was a young mom and I don't think I even, it was back then, you know, my oldest is 22 and, and it was back then when they didn't really talk about postpartum, you know, Uh, and I didn't really know anything different other than just getting it done. Yeah. It's hard. Sorry, y'all. It's hard. And, um, you know, when he was, yeah, when he was born, I, some family members were going to come stay with me and help. And then, you know, another family member got sick. And so like literally the day before my oldest was born, all of that was canceled. And so I just kind of knew it was on me and had to get it done. And I, looking back, you know, when you go through something like that, you really don't know how you did, you know, yes. because with the tools that you had at the time. Totally. But I think that God's gracious and just kind of gives you the tools you need when you need them. Right. And so right. I didn't know any different. But nowadays I'm like, oh, when I have friends and mm. family that are having babies, I mean, like, help, help, help. Yes. You can't have enough help. Yes. So, yeah. And, and so, yeah, I don't know how um, a lot of my friends do it watching them. Yeah. 
because yeah. now I'm exhausted watching them. <laughs> at the time, I didn't Same. Know any I think it's my age. I'm just like, oh my gosh, it's for the young. Yes. Raising little ones yes. is for the young. Because I have grandkids now, and I'm just uh, like, how did I do this? Yeah. This is a lot of work, and I they're know. just children. They're just playing. I mean, what is so hard about this? I know. Anyway, it's age for me. At Kroger, we want our fresh produce to meet your expectations. To make sure a bad apple won't spoil the whole bunch, we do up to a 27-point inspection on our fruits and veggies. We check for things like sunburns and scarring, making sure you only get the crunchiest apples. In fact, only the best produce like juicy pears, zesty oranges, and crisp carrots reach our shelves. Because when it comes to fresh, our higher standards mean fresher produce. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Um, if I don't know, I meant to say this earlier. If you can hear something, it's actually rain. Mm. It's raining here in Waco, Texas. We needed weather. some. Uh, so if you're hearing something, that's what it is. Uh, tell me what inspires you. One hundred percent, my family, my mm. kids. Um, they're just even. Uh, one thing that's fun about adult kids is getting to see their little adult personalities. Yeah. And every once in a while, you know, we have two in college, and so, um, and they're boys. Yeah, right, right, right. <laughs> and so every once in a while when you're like, can we start over? Mm. Can I raise you again so oh we can God. remember some, make some, you know, wow. better choices? But not that they've done anything horrible, but it's just those moments where you're like, uh-huh. you know, the simple things of yeah. one of them not knowing how to use an ATM card. And I'm like, what, how what have you been? That? And, you know, those things. And then at the same time, they turn around and they have this, you know, they partake in the conversation Mm -hmm. and they have this thought that has opened my mind up and I've never thought about it that way. Mm. And so it just inspires me to continue to learn and grow. Um, I don't know if I'll ever stop. I I do love learning. I love figuring things out. Um, and then my husband inspires me just because he believes in me. Aww. And so that's, yeah. That's, that's amazing. That's an important one right there. That's so good. Absolutely. It's so you mentioned, sweet. and you don't have to backtrack and talk about your past, but you did mention that you were a part of a, a church or spiritual group where lots of long hair and things like that. Um, Brooke and I actually met in a Bible <laughs> study. So tell yeah. us a little bit about maybe your journey um, with God as a believer, yeah. you know, I've always, um, mm, I want to say this carefully because okay. I do have family, um, and friends that, um, are s- still in that, um, uh, you know, belief system pattern. Okay. Um, and they're wonderful, but, uh, so from 7 to 17, we were in um, a religion that was very, uh, I would say maybe legalistic, okay. um, but wonderful. Like it was, I had a great childhood, um, and but we, I guess we looked more, I guess we looked more Pentecostal. A lot of people thought we were, but okay. we weren't. Okay. It was more of just a Bible-based church. Okay. Um, and so, yeah, no, was raised with no TV, um, no radio. Um no makeup, long hair. Wow. No pants, wore dresses, no jewelry, and then now I have a boutique. <laughs> <laughs> so 
you rebel. I know. <laughs> but uh, but it was great. It gave me a good foundation. You know, there's good. several things. I think my love of reading came from mm. those times because I didn't really, that was my entertainment. Yes, yeah, so true. So, um, yeah, like when I was. <laughs> My my mom would be like, can't you say one more thing? But I just, we do tease it. We joke about this. Like when I got in trouble Mm. um, in middle school and high school for usually my mouth, I got grounded from reading because that's the only, that's the only thing that they could take away (laughs) (laughs) that meant something. Wow. Wow. So, but, but the thing is, is so learning when you learn about God in the way that is a legalistic or ritual or whatever. I didn't know like the heart of God mm. until I was an adult. Yeah. And I do think that my my children are is really what because there were some year there were some gap years from when I left that to then when I became a mom mm. that I didn't want anything to do with any religion or yeah. even God. Yeah, I kind get of that. I get and that. so then when I had our oldest, um, definitely wanted to figure things out. Mm-hmm. And so the fact that like I still just like, oh, such a a love affair with him and with mm. Jesus is a testament to him. Oh, yeah. Because I, um, yeah, I just, he was always there, you know, and kind of just let me stray and and then come back and get to know him. So getting to know him as an adult um, has just been the sweetest journey. So good. I love that. Don't you think that... Sometimes um, those of us that have been brought up and raised in a in a home that is religious, that, and then as an adult, things start to come alive mm. for you as an individual. And I think a lot of us have to kind of undo some things first. It was a lot of undoing. Yeah, and you know the thing is, and and the uh, there was a lot of undoing, and some of the undoing. I think was my own. Like, I don't know, you know, I was talking to some friends and reading some books the other day and it was kind of like, why did I think that? Like, Mm. I've just always, you know, because I've had years of like kind of unpacking that as well. Right. And I'm just at a place where I can be thankful for my journey because there's been a lot of years that I wasn't. Yeah. And um, so, yeah. Yeah. That's a really good message. Yeah. And I think there's probably lots of people that needed to hear that. Well, so thank I hope you so. for saying that. Absolutely. I, Absolutely. I really appreciate that. Um, I would like to ask you, and I'm, I'm going to try to ask most of my guests this question. What do you feel like has been um, for you either the hardest thing about being a mom or parenting, or mm-hmm. where do you feel like you have fallen short? as a, as a parent, as a mom? So, and, and the hardest thing about parenting at, in this season, mm-hmm. and then when I look back, it was also one of the hardest things, even when they're, when you're raising them in the house is holding back. It's, mm-hmm. I am a natural fixer. Mm-hmm. I like to fix things. Got it. Yeah. And so like when the boys came home or they had gotten in trouble or something, or they had got, had their feelings hurt by a friend or a, you know, an adult or something like it was my, it's my natural instinct, not just for them, but for friends and family, mm-hmm. but just to get in there and fix it for them. Mm-hmm. You know, like you just, yeah. you just get back here and I'm just going to get in there and I'm just going to fix it. And I did that a lot until I realized you know, it's, it, that's part of their journey and that to learn how to fix things. Mm-hmm. And so, um, and to learn I how to fail. 
to learn how to fail was a Ooh, big thing. Yeah, that's hard to watch yeah. your kids. It's that's I, I think fail. that's a big part of yeah. Mm-hmm. That's a big part of what I'm saying too. Is just oh, it's horrible, and I, I want to save them from that. Yeah. And so now that they are you know adults, which I I really think that. You shouldn't be labeled as an adult until, like, you know, your brain is 30. fully fully developed. <laughs> like, the front is closed. Agreed. But totally yes. agree. Having, uh, yeah. So, but now that they are technically adults mm-hmm. and, you know, something comes up, it's really hard for me not to just, mm. you know. Let me tell you drive. how to do this. Let me yeah. tell you the answer. Yeah, Let absolutely. me tell you what not to do. Yes. That's what I want to tell my kids. Because yes. not that I was so great at it and I made all these wonderful absolutely. decisions. I want to be able to say, don't do what I did. Yeah. Just yeah. don't do this, you know. know. That's I know. what I want to spare them it's, from. It is the number one thing. And I say that a lot. And so yeah. holding back on that, on um, being good. a fixer, and then holding back my words. Mm. Like, because I, uh, I learned when my kids were in school that when you pick them up after school, they're tired, they're exhausted, they just want to decompress. Yes, and yes, I haven't so seen them all day because even though, um, even though I've ha- I've worked been at home abstract for twelve years, they were very gracious in letting me kind of work my own schedule. So I always picked my kids up after school and would work, you know, nice. while they were in school. And so um, when I picked the kids up from school. I was just excited to see him. And so it was just the barrage of questions, you know, hey, how was your day? Would you have oh, to right. totally get that. And I realized, <laughs> I'm not a quick learner, sadly, probably too late, <laughs> that I had like two good questions. I had two questions before they toned, before they just totally like zoned out mm-hmm. and, ignore, you know, kind of right. went on autopilot. Mm-hmm. And so I needed to make those two questions count. Mm-hmm. And so it was mm-hmm. always something to do with their you know their heart Mm -hmm. because that's the one thing like through you know and we've had our kids um they don't they don't get to adulthood without some troubles right I mean right no no matter what it is and so you know through all of it my you know our our goal has always just been to not lose their heart and so yeah so important so I love that yeah so tell the listeners what these days what are you dreaming about what are your hopes or future plans what's next for you um I want to continue to grow textured threads good the the boutique um online as well great and um and so that and then really to just this this is kind of opposite of what people think but just to be (laughs) and to rest I want to learn how to rest well I never have um, and so I love traveling and mm-hmm. I go, go, go. And I love it. But I. Do you rest when you travel? No, or, oh, okay. You, no, okay. I don't. And that's the difference. I've, I was paying attention, you know, like I'm, I'm, I'm exhausted, but then I'm just ready to still go. I mm. do, I, I, I do a lot. Um, but I don't ever rest. And so, because if I'm somewhere on vac, I need to just learn to rest at home. When I'm on vacation, I want to experience. Got it. And so, um. I don't know. Now that we don't have a lot of, you know, the boys' schedule or whatever, I want to learn how to rest. It's really good. Yeah, I know. You said you like to read. I love to read. I do. Yeah, and I don't even, I can't even tell you how how large my to-be-read pile is. (laughs) And I have two cookbooks. I even love to read cookbooks, like, really. And so I have two sitting there on the counter ready for me. But, you know, when I'm home, I just, uh, that's something we're working on right now. Like, God and I, we're like. Just to turn my my brain off and let me yeah. be. <laughs> so good. I, my uh, 
uh, a friend of mine used to say, like, God made us human beings, um, not human doers. Really good. <laughs> so, so true. Trying to learn how to be a, a being. Yeah. Are you looking forward to your boys settling down and getting, you know, at the, at yeah. some point? I know they're in college right yes. now, but... Um, no. It is so fun. You know, last night they all came in town because we had family pictures. Oh, wow. <laughs> and I think that I scared them because a couple weeks ago, my oldest, <laughs> I did. They, I've always been kind of like neurotic about family pictures because it was the one mm. time a year that I made them, you know, do family pictures and, you know, let's just act like we're a nice normal family. And, you know, <laughs> and so and and in trying to coordinate three boys who are essentially the same size mm. of without being matched like I just want to bring back the days where like everyone wore like black shirts and jeans like I mean I just want that fast I just want that trend to come back so it's so much easier because you know you have one in a vest and one in a pullover and one in a shirt and so the middle one always said he got shafted like he would have to wear like the purple jeans and they were not purple jeans they were maroon and he did end up in college station so okay maybe. but um anyways this year I don't know now that they're not there and they're not home. I don't really care. I don't wow. care what they wear. I just want them home. Yeah. And so it started a couple of weeks ago. My oldest is like, what, what are we going to wear? And I was like, I don't really care. But it, I mean, do you have anything in your closet that you like? Wow. He was like, and then it slowly, the other two like, Hey, what color are we wearing? What thing? When I'm like, I don't really care. Do you have a, a, you know, shirt in your closet that you like. And I think they thought I was dying or something. Oh my like, gosh. What <laughs> is going on with mom? <laughs> and awesome. so finally it all just kind of came together last night, but it was so fun. We were there, mm. it was like, you know, hour and then ate with them afterwards before they had to go back to their campuses and schools. And, um, it was just so fun. It's, it's, there's, you know, for the, for the mamas with littles, mm. just hang in there. Yes. Like, cause there's so many fun things throughout the year. You don't have to wait till they're adults. Right. <laughs> like, they're right. Just right. Really cool What's a good kids. tip then? What's a good tip for these young mamas with, with, with littles? Oh, stay in the moment. It's good. Yeah. I would, I mean, you know, staying in the moment because now I, I have the memories mm -hmm. and I look back and think like, so in that, in that situation or that memory, like, did I teach them anything? Did I do this? Did I do mm. that? And then I have to stop myself. I'm like, why, why do I even worry about what I taught them then? Like, mm. they're great kids. Yeah. They caught something. Like, yeah. just enjoy it. Yeah. yeah. And Good. enjoying seeing them, you know. I do have the, I am, uh, you know, the oldest, like I said. So my sisters have little ones. And so when I get my nieces and nephews, like, that's kind of, I just want them to be seen, mm. you know. Mm. Just to, and it's hard when you're a mom. It's you have so much to do. Yes. Um, but even if you can, you know, put aside twenty minutes, even if it's like for the week, twenty minutes per okay. kid, just to sit and do whatever they want. Mm -hmm. That was another thing. Learning is uh, it's really hard for me to be interested in boy stuff. My girl, <laughs> right, 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 right. You know, and so um, like our oldest was into theater. Like I don't know anything about mm. theater, and so it was learning what their likes are, and sure. then being interested in that. And so that's okay. one thing my husband kind of led that by example, you know, anything they were in, we dove in head first, even that's if they great. were in it for just a season, which yep. most of it they were. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Really great advice. And I think it's so important that, I mean, there's actually scripture that talks about the younger women learning from the older women, mm. or I can't remember exactly how it's worded. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm an older woman now. <laughs> and, and not again, not because I'm full of all of this great advice right. and knowledge. It's experience really. Right. And it's kind of what I said earlier. I, 
the mistakes I've made, I learned from. Right. And and so, yes, I want to give that away or I want to communicate those things. But then at the same mm. time, I don't want to rob you right. from your opportunity of making mistakes yeah. and learning from them. Right. You know? Absolutely. Um, so it's kind of this balance of how to give away some things that you feel like you've received from mm. the Lord or from other people that mm-hmm. has been beneficial and helpful yes you know yeah and then letting people find their journey yeah as well it's so true and just to add on that I want to say like one thing I've learned from my husband that I was just flabbergasted when I learned when I realized this is what he was doing but instead of teaching like when I would teach the boys something I would like gather them in like hello you know come come in boys we're gonna learn Mm -hmm, this mm -hmm. which is they already are like tuned out Mm. and so my husband is so good at um encouraging them by believing that they can already do it. And so he would just throw it out there, like when they were older, and he would be, you know, he would say something to the effect of, hey, can you go, uh, you know, hook up the trailer, and then just if you'll back it up into the barn. And I'm like, they don't know how to hook up a trailer. They don't know how to... They don't know how to, you know, I'm looking at them yeah. like, no, 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 no. it's not a great idea. But it was funny because, like, watching their face over and over, like, mm. they kind of had the same, like, does he know I can't do this? Like, does he remember? <laughs> but he would just, he already believed in them. Yeah. And he, you know, had such confidence in them. Right. It gave them confidence to learn. And That's really good. Yeah. That was I a big, that. big lesson. For, so great. Yeah. I'm still not great at it, but he is. So that's, that's all that matters. <laughs> it's one of us. It's a balance. That's right. Yeah. Parenting. That's what's. That's what's nice about Absolutely. being half of a parent. Yes. Uh, half of a parent. That did not come out right. <laughs> You're not half of a half parent. Half of the team. Half of the team. Half of the team. That's the way to put it, yeah. for sure. Yes. Brooke, I am so glad that you joined me Aww, today. I'm, thank you so much for having Such me. Such a treat. I've loved you since I met you. I don't Aww. even know how long ago that was. It was, well, I don't know either. I don't either. It was. It feels like. the Nehemiah, Was it the Nehemiah Bible study? Is that 10 years ago? Surely not. No, I don't. I don't know. It was a while. It was a while. But I loved it. Yeah. You were one of the best things that came out of that Bible study. You are so. sweet. Oh, my gosh. Thank you. Yes, I thank that. you. You're welcome. Thanks for joining me today, you guys. Thank you for listening to My Doula Micah. You can find me on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube at My Doula Micah. We can also get connected at MyDoulaMicah.com. If you're interested in checking out my book, the link to The Humor in Birth, Stories and Insights from a Doula can be found on all of these social platforms. Be sure to share and subscribe. I'll be here next week, so please be sure to join me again. And this podcast was produced by Rogue Media Network. This has been a Rogue Media Podcast.